Welcome to the Rediscover You podcast, hosted by Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You is a show all about relationships, breakups, health, money, life, and more. Melissa is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, author, and relationship expert who will be bringing you a new message each week, plus interviews with conscious leaders from around the world. So let's get ready to dive into this episode of Rediscover You. Here's your host, Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello my lovers. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, I just wanted to say hello and thank you for showing up, thank you for listening, thank you for being here, thank you for sharing these episodes with your friends, family, the people that you love. Because of you, this is how this podcast spreads. And on today's episode, I have my amazing Beyonce. <laughs> hello, hello. I actually got caught out today. I said, oh, I'll introduce you to my partner, Mel. And she's like, actually, your fiance. I'm like, oh, I'm still getting used to it. So here we are. I love it. I know. It's like this thing where you go from like girlfriend, boyfriend to fiance. Mm. It sounds like it's weird. <laughs> I think it's going to take a little time to get used to it, but it actually sounds really nice. Like as soon as we got engaged, I was like, Therese, I'm like, it now feels like level completed. <laughs> So, baby, baby, I want to chat about this one is going to be about our story of how we got engaged. Mm. I know. A lot of people have been asking me, they're like, tell us the story, tell us the story. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do a podcast episode on our engagement story so everyone can hear the story because I think it's it's pretty amazing. Mm. So, let's like, let's like take them through, I guess, from like the very step in the beginning, like... What was the decision that you knew that you wanted to propose to me? I think for me, like it's <laughs> as weird as it kind of sounds, it like is that level like if like anything, if you know where you want to go, there's certain steps you need to take to get there, right? And like we'd been together three years now, I decided, you know, very early on that you're the one for me and I love being with you and I love everything about you and I wanted a future with you. So it was just that, okay, well, to make my, you know, dreams a reality, there's certain things that I need to do along the way. And one of them was get married. So I don't think there was any like thing that happened. It was just that it was more so when is going to be the right time? Mm. Um, and what do I need to do in between now and the right time, whenever that's going to be to make that happen? You know, look at the ring, where's the location? You know, what am I going to do? Where's going to be? Who's going to be there? And then when, you know, we decided to go to, turkey um and go to cappadocia that was that was the trigger that was like actually maybe i could do it here and then it all sort of fell into place so how long were you thinking about proposing before it happened (laughs) (laughs) i think you think about it for a while i think every guy as soon as you know you know that this is you know this is the person you want to spend the rest of your life with and have babies with and it like you sort of know and then it i think for a lot of well for me anyway it's that hesitation of going, well, when is the right time? Or when's the perfect time? Or when, you know, what ring does she want? How do I get it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many 
I think the actual doing of it probably isn't the hard part. It's everything leading up to that. And I feel like there is a lot of pressure put on guys with it, right? Because, like, the whole – like, now on social media, you see all these grand expectation proposals. And sometimes I think it does make it challenging. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know yeah, but, your proposal was incredible, but I was like, at the same time, I would have been so happy if you even proposed to me in bed, you know, yeah. like it, at the end of the day, the proposal probably wouldn't have been happy if you proposed to me in front of millions of people. <laughs> well, so really like I, for, you know, for everyone listening to this, there was, you know, I think there were certain signs that you had given, you know, I know that you didn't want, you know, to be proposed to in front of a big group of people. I know you wanted to be quite secluded. And besides that, there was probably not really much else that I <laughs> really knew. I knew I knew of the ring or the shape of the ring that you liked, you know, from... I put it on my vision board. It was on her vision board and had the help of her mum. <laughs> besides that, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't too much else that you really let on. No, and I think that happened. We saw an engagement happen in public. And then I just said to Reese, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think I'd ever won a public engagement. Just because it's like afterwards the engagement, it's like all the, everyone's around you and then... You don't mm. have that time to celebrate with just you. Mm. And then it- I'm trying to think like what lessons can we share for people that are listening to this. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're going to share the engagement story, so let's get let's get into it. But I, this is good. I love having a chat to you, babe. It doesn't always have to be lessons to learn. Mm, true. You know, let's just share our engagement story. So many people have been asking me the question. So it's like, cool. hey, listen to this episode. <laughs> All right, let's do that. Well, okay, so one thing that Reese was saying before about proposal and deciding and everything and it it made me think about when he did a post when we got engaged he said and this actually came from Sarah Blakely and I love Sarah Blakely and Jesse's relationship I look up to them and their family dynamic if you don't follow them on social media highly recommend checking them out we're actually heading to America next week and we're going to see Jesse as we speak Sarah's husband so excited but she said that her father once said to her that getting married is going to be easiest decision you've ever made but the biggest decision and she's like what the easiest decision but the biggest decision wow and she never actually got that until she met jesse and then reese quoted that in Mm. his post and i said you know what it is so true it's the most easiest decision but it's the biggest decision Mm. so let's jump into it baby tell us the story tell me the engagement tell me tell me from the get-go of the organizing the ring the organizing the ring, well, it started with going and getting a few prices from here on the Gold Coast. <laughs> and that was a big slap to the face that was like, holy moly, all right. Um, and then I did have Mel's whole family really, you know, in my – because it's something like new. I don't think many people – um, you know, you only go down that path once, maybe, maybe not for everyone. Maybe some people go down there twice or three times. So it's a very new thing. Um, we really have no idea about. So even down to everything, like the quality of the ring, the, um, what shape it is, like there's so many. It's like a, you know, it's like a mini course. You should have a course on, you know, d- diamonds, but, um, <laughs> that's an idea. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just, yeah, it was that. And then, um, we ended up getting the ring and I had Mel's mum really helping me out. She she sort of had an idea of what she wanted and some ideas. So then we had to go get it designed in Dubai. She had her jewelers in Dubai that she really was quite adamant that I used. <laughs> and yeah, they were really good, really good. So I think from that I had, so at this point, cool, I finally got 
probably a month or so it took back and forward um, to finally get the design sorted and the design was sorted and then it was on the plane and heading over. Yes, and there's a little tip there, by the way. Jewelry in Dubai is on another standard. Like, the quality there is so good and probably a lot better value in Dubai than it is in Australia. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. Pro- yeah, literally, like, half the price. Yeah. There was actually no diamond, like, very hard for me to even find a diamond on the Gold Coast that was of the quality. Of the- so, like, sometimes they just don't actually have them here, which means that it's even more <laughs> hard to get, even more expensive supply and demand. Whereas when you go to, you know, somewhere else, Hong Kong's apparently really good or Dubai, um, they've got more better quality diamonds. Yeah. So anyways, we get to Dubai. So here's the thing, by the way. We, so we were going on this holiday and um, we literally had about a month and a half to prepare this holiday because what happened was the travel exempt lifted up. And as soon as the travel exempt lifted up, I said to Racy, I'm like, babe, we're going to go to Dubai. And then we made the decision we're going to go to Dubai. And then we decided that's when we're going to Dubai. And it was pretty much like a month and a half. And in that time, you know, I'm like, I really wanted to go to Dubai because I hadn't seen my dad for three years. He still lives in Dubai. And Reese has not met him. So I was super excited for Reese to meet my dad because I knew one day he would ask my dad for permission for marriage. But first I wanted him to meet my dad and for them to, you know, chat. I did not think he would ask my dad. It was, hey, I'm I'm Reese. Um, I want to marry your daughter. We'll get there. We'll get there. Wait, wait. So anyhow, I planned this whole holiday, right? I booked the flights, the the accommodation where we're staying, everything in in Turkey that we were going to. We were even going like Cappadocia was on my bucket list, and I always wanted to see the hot air balloons. So I booked the hot air balloons. I booked a photo shoot because I want to get a couple's photo shoot. Anyhow, booked everything. So thinking that race is going to propose on this trip, zero. I had no expectation whatsoever. People would ask me, oh, do you think he's going to propose on this trip? I said, no, 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 definitely not. No, no, no. I'm like, maybe like I have a feeling he might propose this year, but not on this trip. So all thought of him proposing was not there. So anyways, we get to Dubai. Reese meets my dad. It was so great. <laughs> it was actually so good. I loved it so much. And just seeing them get along. It was, it was so awesome. And then what happened, baby? <laughs> It was the third occasion. I didn't want to be that, you know, that guy meets the dad and straight away asks. So I had to, you know, I had to build a bit of rapport. I had to, you know, win him over. And then on the third meeting, Mel had popped to the toilet. I knew that was really my only opportunity because we were leaving the next day. So I just said, hey, Keith, I got a question to ask you. And straight away he was like, yes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I got to ask you, can I marry your daughter? And he's like, yes, yes, just, just take care of her in a very strong Indian stalemate face <laughs> <Take care of her. laughs> um great guy great guy but that so that was that was really cool and then yeah she came back and i suppose there was you know a, a sigh of relief at the same time of excitement to continue the journey it's like when level I, level completed completed <laughs> level next, completed next, next. <laughs> when i came out of the bathroom we because i didn't even catch on i had no idea mm. did you see me come out and change the topic or was that already done no we already changed the topic and kept on chatting Wow, so smooth that she had no idea. <laughs> and then here's the thing. This is the one that, that gets me the most. I love it. So I had a team call and I was doing a team call when we were in the hotel. We just got to the brand new hotel and Reese just leaves this room and I finished my team call and I'm like, where did Reese go? And then I look and he's left a little note saying, just going for a walk. I'm like, cool. He's probably just gone to go check out the hotel. So then I go for a walk being like, Gotta go find Reese. I'm looking for him and I'm going, oh, maybe he's gonna go check out the pool. I'll just send him a message anyway. So it was a really, really big hotel. And then Reese replies back, being like, I'm in reception. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was so I, I've got to meet the jeweler at the hotel to get the ring and pay him for the ring. So at this point I paid a deposit, but there's still a significant amount of money to pay. So I'm going, how the heck am I going to do this? Like me and Mel are biased. So I like how I've, and at this point I still like, I had a few backup plans with some of Mel's friends over there and you know, there was a backup plan, but I really just wanted to get the ring and get it sorted. So I think it was the, as soon as we got into the hotel, wasn't it? It was pretty much the first yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. And I, I messaged the guy on WhatsApp. I'm like, hey, literally in about 45, you've got 30 minutes to get here. I'm going to have like a window of probably 15 minutes. I know my partner's got a call in about 30, like you've got to get here soon. So as you can imagine, I'm trying to like keep my cool. She's on the call. I'm there. Like I remember you're on your call and I'm there like sort of playing my phone messaging. They're like, how far are you? How far are you? How far are you? Like I don't want to make this awkward. And then, you know, and then, and then, yeah, I wrote a little note. So I'm going for a walk and then went out there, met him. And now I'm in this hotel lobby and there's people around me and I'm, no, Mel was going to finish his call. I don't know if she's going to walk around the corner in the next minute. You know, what's going on? He's got his ATM, like, little FPOS machine. And, you know, I didn't know whether my card would even be able to transfer that amount of money as well. So, like, on, on, on PayWave or – so it was just, like, there were so many moving pieces. But it all went good, all went to plan. I, I paid the ring, got the ring. And then at that point, I didn't have anywhere to hide it. And I knew Mel was going to come out. So I had this ring with this big box – like there's three layers to this box down my pants um, in the lobby of this like five-star, you know, Muslim country. So it was just, it was just crazy. Um, and then the bags, and then I saw the reception, I'm like, quick, I need the bags come out. I need to put these, you know, I need, I need the bags before they go to the room. So she's brought the bags out. Mel's come out. And at that point when Mel's come out, she's seen me. I've still got this ring down my pants. <laughs> And she's waiting for a friend to rock up. So she's walked out the front of the hotel and that was my chance. And I remember this lady looking at me because she saw the whole thing. Like she saw the, me looking at the ring. She saw me pay it. And she saw you come out and she was sort of watching. And then she saw me dack it down my pants. Like surely, like there's nowhere to hide. And then I had to, you know, pull this ring out of my pants and put it in the, put it in the suitcases and then go outside and meet Mel while she's waiting for a friend. And then we're outside waiting for the friend and then our bags go by. And Mel's like, that's kind of weird. Like, why are our bags going? Like, this just didn't make any sense to her either. But little did she know the ring was in the bag going back to our room. You did so well. Uh, so well. So many moving parts. So many. I had no idea. Okay, so anyhow, that's Dubai. Got the ring. La, la, la. Asked permission for dad. Very good. I'm so grateful you asked permission for my dad, by the way. I think that's amazing. I, I don't, like... I guess for me, because my I'm Anglo-Indian, like that's a super important thing. And I only realized, like I've learned lately when Reese was talking about permission, dad, that that's actually not a thing. I don't know. Like it's like, I think it's like a 50-50 thing. Yeah. Hey, correct me. I'd love to know, like maybe shoot Mel a message or something if you're a guy listening to this or whatever, because would you or would you not? I, I honestly don't know, but I feel as though it's not everyone. It would be like a 50%. Yeah. And mm. you asked my mom too. Yeah. Yeah. And tried to ask your sisters, but they were busy. Yeah. So. I love that. I love that. Family's so important. So so good. Okay, so anyway, so we get to Turkey. We're in Turkey. It's so funny though, because there's a few we did a few things beforehand before Cappadocia. And I didn't have data on my phone. And there was this one time we went to Gallipoli and Reese fell asleep. And I'm like, oh, I'll just use Reese's phone mm. and have the data. And then he woke up and you were fine. You didn't say anything, but you told me later afterwards that you were like, Oh my god, I hope she's not checking WhatsApp because she's gonna see all these messages, but I can't say to her, give me my phone because it's gonna be like why what are you trying to hide? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> so it was just, anyway, it was just a mission. <laughs> so I didn't, don't worry, I didn't see anything. <laughs> and then, so we go to Cappadocia, la la la, tooth bucketless, hot air balloons, and then no, we did the photo shoot the first day. So then we had the photo shoot, and then what happened? <laughs> 
watch my Instagram story. <laughs> no, so tell us, did you did you know like I already know this, but tell us like did you know you were gonna where you were gonna propose? Like how did it go no. down? So Mel, you know, obviously she had no idea that it was coming, so she booked everything. Like I didn't book anything. You know, you could imagine if you were a girl and a guy goes and he's got this photographer and, and kind of like, you know, as the woman, you would know that it's coming. Probably, yeah. But she had no idea because she booked everything. So for me, I was like, oh, this is my yeah, time to, I'll take opportunity, you know, I'll take, I'll take this opportunity to make it happen. And um, I just didn't know where, but I did know that she didn't want it in public. So we, you know, I think the first spot, you know, if you've ever seen those photos, there's people everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, people, there's cars moving, there's people, there's photographers like screaming around, there's all these people in these balloons. So I'm like, well, I can't do it here. And then I also knew that I didn't want to do it too early in the day because I didn't know if she, like, if she would cry and it'd ruin her makeup or she's got these photos going. So it was just like, oh, I'll wait maybe halfway through. And then we got to one spot and I saw that she had a makeup bag in the back. So I was like, okay, sweet. If, if she does cry, she's got a makeup bag, she can fix it all up. And then I think it was the third spot or the fourth spot. I can't remember, but there was a cave that we went to and we had to wait in line until we could go into the cave because there was only, you know, the photographers and the people there that were getting the photos, one one person at a time. So that was my time to, you know, to do the deed. Um, <laughs> so then it was just like, how do I get this, you know, this ring in this big box, you know, my jacket and I put the jacket on, the ring's in the inside pocket and I'm there with Mel. And I remember one point, like, you know, you were hugging me or you were under my arm or something and I'm like, fuck. Like this, this key, this, this key, this, this ring is like right there. I've got to sort of, I didn't want you to feel it because anyway, so it was just, and then, yeah. And then we got a few photos in there and. Yeah. And there was a moment there. Cause like we, I wanted a twirling photo in this cave and we got this twirling photo of me in this like white outfit. And then I went for an outfit change and we did more photos. I think we were in the cave for about 40 minutes and we were in there for a while. Mm. We see even did like photos of his shirt off and stay tuned for photos. <laughs> it was hot. Only fans. Was- <laughs> I'm joking. That's too good. And so anyhow, so then I changed into this outfit and then we did a couple more photos and we were leaving. Here's the thing, right? We were leaving and we we're walking out of the cave. The photographer asked me, hey, do you want to come back and actually take some twirling photos in that outfit? And I was like, oh, yeah. So then we walked back to the spot. If you've seen the video where Reese proposed, we walked back to that spot and that's when Reese said, and it's funny because you didn't do it. Like, what, what What was the hesitation? Like, how come you didn't do it earlier in the cave? Well, was, the opportunity didn't arise. Yeah. Like, it just didn't It didn't line up. And I think I also, like, if it didn't happen there, there was probably going to be another spot. Yeah. But, like, if it, so if it didn't, you know, I, didn't, I wanted it to be a surprise. And it was just perfect because Mel went in there and she was doing her twirly photos and I sort of got the chance to grab grab the jacket off the assistant and get the ring out, and at that point, I just gave them the phone because they—I didn't tell the photographers; they didn't know, wasn't planned. Like, I didn't want anyone to give off the scent, so it was like I, they didn't even know. They had um, no idea that they didn't even take any photos. <laughs> but they got a great video. <laughs> but they got—they—they they missed the first like maybe ten seconds or so. Um, yeah. But they got, you know, "Will you marry me?" So that was the main thing, anyway. And but the- <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah. So then. Uh, they had it. I, I grabbed the I grabbed the ring out of the jacket, and I literally just gave the phone to them. I'm like, "Hey, push record, film this." And at that point, they're like, "You know," I then turned my back to them and started walking to you. So they, you know, it was very very quick. And then yeah, well, they got they got they got some good content. Yeah, watch the yeah. video. Like it yeah, looks really good. good. I'm, it, I'm super stoked with it. Because yeah, because that moment I remember it. We were we were up at the K-Fart, and then Reese turned to the photographer and was like, 
get a video of this and then looked at me and then I got, just got that <gasps> feeling when he was like, get a video of this, but I could tell like his energy and this shift and I just went, <gasps> and then he just said to me, he's like, baby, you know, you're the woman of my dreams and I want to spend the wrong <laughs> <laughs> said baby you're the woman of my dreams and I want to spend the rest of my life with you <laughs> and then I just looked at him and I was like shut up <laughs> I was like shut up now I was like now <laughs> and then he collapsed he was so shocked and then he got down on his knee and then he was like shaking he's like baby my knees are shaking <laughs> and then then push record the, the the photographer got the will you marry me yeah <laughs> And obviously I said, yes. <laughs> and that's it. Like that, that. And it was really cool because then after that, like it worked out really cool because then we got some more photos after we saw like a few more shoots to do and, you know, it was it was cool to go because it was kind of like that was the photo. But then we're like, you know what, let's reenact it. Let's get a few more photos, which I don't Have you posted any of those photos? No. No, I'm waiting for the photographer. Yeah. yeah. So we got a few more photos, but, it, you know, it worked out. Yeah, it was really nice. Yes. It was cool. It's so cool. And there's so much more deeper meaning to this, which I think is so cool as well and fascinating. I did an episode, which will be coming out very, very soon, on my manifestation of my actual engagement. So stay tuned to that because I talk about how I actually manifested this and literally to the point of the engagement. It is insane how this had happened. So I like think about this and I'm like, Teresa, I'm like, I influence my whole engagement. <laughs> yeah. Without you even knowing. <laughs> she thinks she played me. Oh, baby, we're only just starting. <laughs> All right, my loved ones, that is our engagement story. I wanted to share that with you. wanted to pass that love on because I know a lot of you have been asking about it. And you know what? Just remember, my loves, no matter what in this world, strip off your masks. Seriously, like let them all go. Become authentically you. That, that is some, some deep work that I did to become the woman I am today. And because of that, I attracted my amazing Reese D. And I feel like if we were both wearing masks, we wouldn't have the relationship we have today. So strip them off and show up as you because the world needs you to be you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Rediscover You podcast. If you loved this show, then subscribe to it on iTunes and leave a five-star review. If you had an aha moment from this episode, then share the love with your friends. Screenshot this episode, send it to a friend, share it on your story, and make sure to tag Melissa on Instagram at TheMelFernandez. And if no one has told you lately, Melissa wants to remind you that you are enough.